What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And that's it. It's yeah, just and us that's today. it. Just us. That's today. it. It'll be a and good MoGraph show. Is, <laughs> MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site, <laughs> with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects, plugins, render engines, <clears> doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor... We're working for the man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, show topic ideas. We're on YouTube, and we're on MoGraph.com. Check us out. Noob or expert, send us your questions. Send us your issues. Send us your tech questions or your questions about business in general or mm-hmm. what you're doing or, or something like related to your work. It doesn't matter. Uh, if, it's, if it's noob, we will attempt to answer it. Mm-hmm. If it's expert, we'll, we'll probably won't be able to answer it. Maybe. Just kidding. Maybe we can. Uh, yeah. Info at MoGraph.com. This week, obviously, we do not have a guest. Uh, what we've been doing, actually, is trying to schedule in some some shows where it's just the two of us. Uh, one of the things that happens whenever do we... It. I'm not going to uh, do it. <laughs> what? I know. I know. You always do it. Every time. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. We let everybody think it in their head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we we thought that it would be interesting to schedule more of those. There's going to be a couple times where we you know schedule a day off instead of doing a show, mm-hmm. like on holidays and stuff. There's some holidays we would still do a show and stuff. And yeah, you know we need we need a little summertime. You know we got uh, we got Fourth of Thank July you. coming up, and a couple weeks later, like you and I are both on vacation. Yep, like overlapping vacations and such. So we're we're just slowing it down a bit slowing it down we actually traded this week and next week we we hadn't advertised it yet but Jules was supposed to be on the show this week mm-hmm. and we flipped it for next week cuz it was supposed yeah. to be just us next week so yeah. uh everybody if you've got and i think it's good because we didn't get to talk about it and and i really wanted to say if people had questions that they wanted to send in for Jules to please uh, email us those uh, that's probably the best way. Social, we may not yeah. see it on time or whatever. So email us questions. We're going to have like, so much. Com. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about uh, in the world of Octane. We have a lot to talk about today. And, and the thing about doing these shows, uh, I think we had like a cancellation, I don't know, three, four, five yeah, months ago or whatever. And Ellie and, was supposed to be on next week. Um, and then she needed to reschedule. That's moved too. Yeah, yeah. and so I'm talking about yeah, the cancellation yeah. like last year at the end of the year, and the two of us did a show instead. Oh, right, yeah. And people really liked it. You know, yeah. there's there's stuff that we don't get to talk about when we have a guest because kind of we don't want the guest to just like sit there and not have like if they don't yeah. know the topic, yeah. you know, or if it's something we're talking about at the beginning of the show, the guest is just sitting there waiting for us. So, right. Lots of stuff is kind of like built up and we have in notes and, and I thought today we could talk about that. Mm-hmm. And um, I have my list here. The first thing we were going to talk about actually is Camp MoGraph updates as yes. usual. Yeah, Camp, Camp MoGraph. Uh, uh, super excited. Uh, Mark is actually coming into town this week, yeah. which is going to be cool. We're yeah. going to have a big Camp MoGraph powwow. Get a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff booked and flights and everything. Uh, super excited about it. Um, we, I'm not sure if we mentioned it or not. Mm-mm, uh, mm-mm. Uh, we did. Dave, Dave, do you have his, like his information uh, or like I a don't, thing? Like Let me you s- uh, have to send me his TikTok. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Um, 
so Just popular tiktoker think. yes okay so i was on tiktok and i was watching you know you go through your for you page and stuff like that um and uh i run across i ran across this like amazing uh uh tie-dye person and, and I, I had like, seen Man. him before too yeah yeah so um yeah so i uh i i was here let me go his name is justin biffer right here dave i will send you the link right here um his tiktok name is just in color with underscores in between all of them and he creates these incredible like patterns and stuff like that and so i was like i was talking to mark and i was like i wonder if we could get him to come to camp so i hit him up on tiktok and then on instagram and i was like hey would you be interested in doing a tie-dye workshop and sure enough mm-hmm. he was he liked our vibe and stuff like that so yeah. he will be at camp doing these amazing tie-dye stuff with us which is gonna and be... this is kind of our theme too that's what's right so fun right about right this, you know yeah uh, how many he's got a hundred and ninety four thousand followers on <laughs> yeah. tiktok yeah it's pretty crazy why he wants to work with us i have no idea it's because he likes you know. our vibe. <laughs> I guess so. I guess that's so, good. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be awesome. Super excited about that. I am super sad to announce that Casey Hupke will not be at camp this year because he has a wedding. Can't, uh, Casey I Hupke. I didn't know this. Yeah, I said I, I mentioned it in Discord. Maybe you didn't no. see it. I know. Head of staff Casey Hupke will not be there. <sighs> I know. Super you can't sad. like just go to the wedding and then come. I mean, right. we're gonna be there a while. <laughs> I know. Can we work I'll, this out. I'll ask him. I'll ask him. I'll see. Come on. Yeah. Come on, everybody. Everybody, DM Casey. Get up all yeah. up in his DMs and say, make this happen. Yeah. So man, I know. I know. So, super sad. How are we gonna summon the Spider Lord without him? I don't know. We'll just Dang, we'll have dude. to try. You know. Yeah. Oh. I'm sad. Yes, I'm, I'm a sad I am, panda. I am. I am as well. Yeah, I was really sad to hear that because he was like one of the last people to not to. He didn't fill out like any of the flight stuff, and I hit him up. And I was like, "Hey, I need your flight info." And he's like, "So," and I was like, "No, oh, no." So, let's yeah. let's figure it out. Let's figure we'll it out. We have to. All right, maybe we he can. can even come for the extra day. Right, come for the extra day just to hang out. Right, just for a day or something. <laughs> right. Got to have a dose. Yeah, you know. So yeah. uh yeah, camp is still gonna be fun. Don't worry. We're gonna have a blast. I'm very I'm very excited I guess about it. So. Dude, it's it's <laughs> coming up fast. I realized it's I only know. a few months I away. Know. We have like, a lot of work to do. And here's the thing, Mark coming in town, I guarantee you we are gonna get so much done in one day mm-hmm. in comparison to it's like always what Discord. happens. Yeah. Yeah. We did that with the MoGraph peeps. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, there's other people involved and, and things like that. So I think um yeah, um, I think we'll get a lot done. We got a lot done when the MoGraph people came in town. Julie texted me. She said she didn't know Casey wasn't coming either. That's weird. I put it in. I put it in. Yeah. I, think I, I don't. I don't always. I don't get my notifications anywhere yeah. except on my desktop. Yeah. So I get my notifications everywhere. I get my yeah. my Discord one. I turned I turned off Slack once we hit like a thousand people in the Slack channel. Yeah. It's, you know. It's un. There's no yeah. way. There's I turn no off. Way. I turn mad. off Discord for every other channel that I have except the MoGraph one and the uh, the Camp MoGraph one. You know, for now, I see the Discord starting to pick up a little bit too. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to converse on there. It's it's mm-hmm. nowhere near what the Slack is. If you're just on the Discord, you should definitely do the Slack. I know Slack is Slack. I get it. Uh-huh. I like Discord better too, but 
there's a lot of people in the Slack. If you're looking for help on something, mm-hmm. like, you know. We get oh, more oh, people. Oh, oh no, no, Julie, about. Julie knew. She okay. said, she, sorry, I read that wrong. She said she didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I just rely on her to relay me the messages <laughs> that you write in Discord. That's She's funny. like, every day, it's like, did you see what Matt wrote on Discord? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm just <clears> waiting <throat> for her. Um, but our sponsors. Sponsors, yes. Um, uh, uh, our amazing sponsors. Without them, uh, we couldn't have made camp so affordable and wonderful, and all the and bringing in all these cool people. You know, because uh, unlike some of uh, some other events and stuff like that, we do actually pay. I don't know if people know this, but we do actually pay our people to be there, which is mm-hmm. you know, I I feel like I, I from the very beginning we've always kind of wanted to set a precedence where we don't just ask people to you know do workshops, but we actually pay them and you know. Sponsors help cover that as well. You know, that's why we're able to do all this amazing stuff. So uh, first off, our global sponsor, Otoy. Otoy is presenting Camp Mograph. We're super excited to have them on board. They are the Spider Lord sponsor for Mm -hmm. us. And then um, our two village sponsors, Maxon and Video Copilot. We're super excited to have them on board. And then our gold sponsor, Grayscale Gorilla. So thank you to all of our sponsors for, you know, uh, helping us out and uh, making tickets cheap and helping us bring in, you know, some amazing people it's gonna be so much fun i i I get really excited once we get closer and closer to camp i start getting like camp dreams you know right (laughs) where (laughs) i think i i swear i had one last week where it was like we were literally leaving for camp the next day and we hadn't even like booked flights and stuff like that you know it's that that uh 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 Going to school in your underwear dream. Exactly. Basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's the new going to school in your underwear Going to dream. camp in your underwear. Going to camp in your dream. underwear. <clears throat> I mean, that's so. just me going to camp. But <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them, Dave. Hey, everybody. It's Nick here from Grayscale Gorilla, and welcome to Grayscale Gorilla Plus. Your all-in-one membership to everything you need. You get award-winning plugins. You also get instant access to an entire library of drag-and-drop materials, as well as access to hundreds of high-res HDRIs, install and download it all. And of course, you get our entire library of pro Cinema 4D training. Grayscale Gorilla Plus. Everything we make for everything you make. Oh, Matt says it looks like we we lost weight. Dave did. I did not. Well... In comparison to the last month, no. In general, yes. Yeah, but I have. I have just gotten more. Got rid of some hair, and my beard is shaping my face really well. Yeah, see, that always helps. That always helps. It does, I, yeah. I do that too. I'll, I'll shave real, real close and everything, and you'll be like, "You look like you lost weight." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, <laughs> sure." I need to lose uh, some weight. I need to uh, go into Disney in like a month, exactly a month, and like I would love to be down. Like maybe so that 10 you pounds. can eat even you know and well yeah it it's funny yeah. like yeah you always do come back but I always feel like some of that some of that weight that I come back with is muscle because you're working out every day you're walking basically yeah. a half marathon every day you know I feel like I lose more weight in the summer too just because of you know sweating and things and yeah I, I just feel like I get more workout in the summer uh, I haven't been lately like it was NAB mm-hmm. then it was COVID mm-hmm. you know and then like all sorts of projects we've been just absolutely slammed it's like awful. And <laughs> on top of that like uh, Julie and I were getting real you know into both running together yeah and then she 
uh, messed up a nerve in her back. So we were just about to get back on our routine. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're so close. And, and I, I really want to get back into it because I got to drop some LBs for camp, too. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd like to. I'll be eating the foods. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but speaking of which, yeah, it's, it's, it's our, our crazy summer schedule. Uh, like everything is up in upheaval right mm-hmm. now. Um, you know, if you follow our social and stuff, you probably haven't seen as much. You know, uh, we've gotten rid of a lot of, of, of things for now. Like, yeah, we kind of trimmed a little bit of the fat, yeah. you know, some of the stuff that wasn't necessarily needed, you know, that were extra and were good to have, but not necessary. Just, I don't I was know. I just getting burnt out. Yeah. I was just getting burnt out. I mean, it looks so good on there and everything, but like the social, the promos, the show art, the animations, the custom music for everything, mm-hmm. the TikToks, you know, even the drop, you yeah. know, and it's not that we won't do the drop, but I think it like on weeks that there's nothing going on. It's like, we have to find something to talk about. Yeah. And it's like, let's wait until we have a, a, a good opportunity and do a, a special yeah and that's like an episode of the drop so yeah that's a better way to do it you know we might bring up some nft stuff now and then or whatever but i think that's a good way to do it for now um i agree like, i agree we have you know, so much wor- work the thing that's is the problem <laughs> most of the drop was just an advertisement for nifty gateway and makers place and they're not paying us to do that right you know if they want to right. sure call us up we'll start doing the drop every week but yeah. you know, so it's not good. It's not gone. We're still we're yeah. still doing that. But I think we're gonna have like good topics and stuff. Yeah. for those shows, you know, um, and you know, we have been working around the clock on massive amounts of projects, and there's still stuff coming, and mm-hmm. we're we're finishing one project and going into others. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. But uh, you know, like I said, we're gonna have days off. We've been rescheduling people all around. It has been like the schedule for the summer has been just nuts. Yeah, it is. You yeah. know, and and in in getting rid of some of these things it's not just you know for more time for for working on our actual business that actually you know makes our paycheck right but but also like more family time more like creative time more experimentation time for like you know learning zbrush and mm-hmm. which we got these things for i barely learned any zebra i'm trying when i can i need to learn more <clears throat> zbrush i want to learn some more unreal stuff rococo stuff mm-hmm. there's so much I want to do some dang renders. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in uh Anna Anna I've been in her Discord, you know, and they do they do live streams all the time. It is so cool. You know, it's cool to watch those ZBrush live streams. Mm-hmm. Oh man, <clears throat> they have so many uh so many streams. Mm-hmm. Um and uh let's see what else do I have in the notes here. Um yeah, so, oh, here's what I was going to say. So, yeah, you you won't maybe see promos, but we still will have everything up as far as the schedule. I'm going to start getting that going here, hopefully this week, uh, to show what our schedule is going to be. And all you got to do is go to MoGraph.com slash live. Or if you're subscribed to our YouTube channel, there is a playlist called Upcoming Shows, and you can see everything that's coming up. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know who's coming, you're just going to have to check that instead of our Instagram. Sorry. <laughs> you know yeah uh it's just it's just a lot and um i need to i need to reclaim some of my time once mograph starts making money and we can pay someone to do it there you go well mograph is making money. well more money <laughs> <laughs> more money right uh and then what else is on here Oh, you were working remote this week i, I don't know was if you talk about that a little bit yeah so like i this was uh a- a- Amy, my wife, wanted to go. Uh, my, wife. my wife, yeah, 
wanted to go out of town like as soon as she got out of school you know because she's a teacher and stuff like that so um uh we drove up to uh salt lake city to see some of her family and i got to hang out with aaron Sorensen while i was up there we went and had yeah, lunch yeah that's cool love that guy um catch but, up with that guy we need i know to do a show we should do a show i'll hit him up mm-hmm. um but uh uh yeah so i was like okay this is my first chance to work remote remote you know mm-hmm. like remote from actually remote <laughs> yeah so oh, yeah. <clears throat> i built out a little uh gaming rig uh probably a year no maybe it was two years ago geez it was in the yeah, middle of covid least, it was at least two years before i moved yeah so yeah. i built out a little gaming rig it's got a little 2080 inside of it you know and it's about it's about the size of maybe like an old vcr or something you know mm-hmm. So it's it's portable, you know, and I was like, okay, so I'm going to bring this with me. I'm going to, you know, see if I can actually work entirely off this. And uh, what I ended up doing was my internet was fast enough to where I could Parsec into my computer. And I will tell you, like, Parsec, if you're not using Parsec. I know. Like, it's, it is the greatest for uh, uh, remoting into your computer. I was able to run After Effects and run Cinema 4D like no problem. Well, besides After Effects. After Effects sucks. So I'm surprised how many people don't know about Parsec still, Mm -hmm. or they've heard of it, but they just don't realize how much better it is. And they're like, oh, I'll use TeamViewer. It's like, TeamViewer is awful. It is so bad. Like, constantly losing colors and stuff like that. It's so funny because I would... I'd parsec into my main machine and then I'd need to get over to my other machine and then I'd parsec into that one from the parsec machine. <laughs> so parsec inception, you know, mm. <clears throat> because Yo, dog, I heard you like parsec. Right, right, right. So what en- uh, uh, the, the biggest thing that I was worried about was one, either losing power, you know, because once power comes up, it's like, Oh, or internet, then you're kind of yeah. screwed. Yeah. Right. Um, that's why I brought my main machine with me and had it, you know, the Dropbox all linked and everything just in case I couldn't parsec in, you know, and you can do it with a laptop as well, but I just, I brought my main machine. Um, so yeah, the only problem I ran into, I didn't lose any power the whole time, the good part, but, uh, After Effects did do its stupid After Effects thing where it just freezes up on you and the only way to get it to come back up is to completely restart your system after Mm -hmm. effects i don't understand what it is and like i even tried updating my after effects and stuff like that i'm on the newest version but it just hangs it hangs when you try and close it and i don't i don't get it it's 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 an awful piece of crap program it is i i hate it so much i hate it so much (laughs) uh jackie jackson is that your real name jackie jackson that's like daniel danielson right (laughs) Or Marky uh, Mark. Yeah. Jackie, <clears throat> Jack, what's your name? Jackie? Jackie? What's your last name? Jackson? Hmm. <laughs> uh, sorry. Is Jackie there a says, difference, is there between, a difference the- between the paid and the free version of Parsec? Yes. yes. And here's what I'll say is that uh, uh, Parsec free greater than Team Viewer pays. Yes. And, Absolutely. Um, Parsec is great free, <clears throat> but when you when you have the full version, there's some other things you can do with it. I believe when Think you pay, you, can... you get the four 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 color. Yeah, and sure. you can like switch multi screens, multi like you yeah, know multi screens got... up at once. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <clears throat> my real name is literally Samuel Jackson. Oh, my goodness. Go by Jackie. All right, oh, that's okay. probably smart. Yeah. So this is a Dan Marino situation. <laughs> right, Dan Marino situation. Okay, I got you. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> hmm. So um, I, I tried... I was looking it up how to like auto log in like so just have it like automatically log in whenever my system came up right and so I was like all right I'm going to mm-hmm. try this I'm going to have it auto log in and then I'm going to reset my computer remotely and hopefully it comes up and so I did it and it did not come up so I had to call my mother-in-law <laughs> who lives <laughs> 5 minutes away have her come to my house and reset my computer all mm-hmm. because after effects wouldn't close and so what i decided to do was Thanks, adobe right use one of my secondary computers use one of my secondary computers as my after effects machine and use my main one as my cinema 4d machine you know so that i could actually you know do things and i didn't have to worry about after effects crashing my entire system to where I couldn't use Cinema 4D anymore, you know, right. because if you just leave it up and let it go, which is what I did, and then I'd open a previous version of After Effects, eventually it would just get all funky and wouldn't work anymore. So, I keep looking. I, I was like, I look more red than usual. I have a I have a light that's stuck on red in here. It didn't <laughs> automate correctly. Oh well. Um, the the thing about the the resetting is if you set your computer to reboot on power failure and you mm-hmm. also tell it not to go to the login screen, that'll take you straight through and Parsec will start. Right. So you could just enable that. Right. Um, the the problem now there are different things you can get, but this still doesn't fix your problem. You you can get these yeah. little things that hook into your router and, or or hook into whatever, and they'll restart. They'll remotely restart mm-hmm. on command. The problem is if you lose internet. You can't right. remotely do that. Here's the thing. Yeah, like Thomas line. Thomas says in the chat, and this is what me and Jags were talking about the other day, you could get a Wi-Fi power plug, you know, to where right. I could just remotely restart my computer, you know. Right. Uh, but also I was thinking maybe I could, because I don't know if it'll turn back on once it turns back on, you know. It you should. could buy one of those little... Uh, it's uh, in the BIOS. BIOS. Yeah. You could buy one of those little, like, just push button things, the little Adreno things, you know? And so, well, it's like, basically that it just, the same. Right. It just turns plug. on the button, you know? Yeah. If you so. get one of those plugs, here's the thing like, get one that isn't Amazon or Google because the ones that are Amazon won't work with Google and the ones that are Google won't work with Amazon, but all the other ones work with everything. Yeah. Stupid. It but, is stupid. Um, the. Yeah, the problem is if you if you lose internet, I think they make some yeah. where you can actually like plug in a phone line or or whatever. Yeah. You know, but Yeah, but I mean if you use if you lose internet anyway, it's not like you can do anything, you know. That's true. Right. I mean, That's it's true. like even if I was working at home and I lost internet, I couldn't really do anything. They might know? make one that has some sort of like special <clears throat> 3G connection, but I mean, this we're talking now, you know, you would have to be doing a lot of remote work to invest in one of those. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, but it's nice. I'll, I'll tell you what. It, it was nice. We had a. We have this big project that we're working on right now, and it's like I knew I was going to be gone, and I, I told my wife, I said, you know, I know we're going out of town, but just to know that I'm going to be working for several of those days, you right. know, and which I did. Yeah. I ended up working like four out of the five days, that, or three out of the four days that we were there, you know. But uh, yeah, it's still fun though because then like you know you can go and this is this is something that I want to do like next year or something like that. I want well one I want to go to Europe, 
I want to go to Europe really bad and just like travel around and stuff like that. But I'd love to be able to just bring a remote station with me and work Mm -hmm. remotely. You know, it's like, that's one of the joys of working for yourself and being a remote worker is that you can go anywhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, uh, I saw some, I saw a TikTok yesterday where a guy was like, uh, uh, the boss said I could go fully remote two years ago. And then he asked me to come into the office, start coming into the office. And it's like, dude, I, I moved. <laughs> it's like, that's hilarious. That's really funny. Oh, that's funny. <clears throat> yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Jackie's talking about these, uh, you know, cloud based. Yeah. But I mean, you can do that. The thing is, you have to have everything set up just right. You know, yeah. it's so much easier to log into your machine and say, "My Dropbox is good to go. These right. files are synced," and you know, you don't have to worry about the setup. I guess it just depends on like how often you're going to be doing that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, there's um, there's rental fees per hour. You know, based on that, also depending on what you want to, what kind of computer you want to set up. You know, right. stuff like that. I yeah, I don't know. It'd be it'd be an interesting it'd be an interesting uh thing to look into. Hey, this is Dave. I just wanted to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor Otoy, the creators of Render Network and of course Octane, but I don't have to tell you that. You know who they are. You see the results of their render engine all over the interwebs and we're very grateful that they're supporting what we're doing at mograph.com from this podcast to mograph TV to events like local meetups and Camp Mograph and all our community building efforts. We can't wait to show you what's in store all thanks to their support. Go check them out at otoy.com. Now back to the madness. And the crash stuff you're talking about, it's just, I, f- I feel like there are phases that the whole industry goes through where things get super crashy. And I mm-hmm. don't, and I feel like it's a chain reaction. You yeah. know, like, like one program will start to become unstable <coughs> and then a plugin will become unstable and then another program. And I just feel like there's bouts of time where I'll go through like a year of just awful issues. Yeah. And then I'll get it all settled for a while. Yeah. And, you know, you got these AE issues. AE has always been like this. It's I'm awful. sure a lot of y'all have seen the Corridor video that just came out about mm-hmm. how awful AE is. And, you know, we all know that. I have a lot of problems with plugins crashing in, in After Effects just mm-hmm. constantly, all the time. Um, and I don't know why. And it's one of those things you're working, you're like, yeah, I could do a bug report and I could get the text and right. I could take this and try and figure out why it crashed. And if I can find out why <clears> it crashed, then I can contact whoever made that plugin if it's a mm-hmm. plugin related issue and I can ask them why it does that. And maybe they'll yeah. get back to me. Maybe not. Like I have 100%. I submit every single crash report. And After Effects. With expletives. Well, sometimes, yes. Sometimes (laughs) I also copy and paste the B-movie script from it, you know? Well, that's funny. (laughs) But yeah, like, I mean, really, yeah. Every single time it was like, what were you doing to cause this issue? I was just playing my timeline like any NLE should be able to do. I'm sorry I hit play. I'm sorry I needed two frames for for playback, you know? Stupid. Yeah, the the parsecond for iOS and Raspberry Pi would be nice. I wish it was for... Here's the thing. You can use the client... Or, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You could use the... Yeah, you can use the client to, like, log into your PC, which is great, because I love logging into my PC from yeah. my Mac laptop and checking in on things or whatever, but you can't do it with Mac, and I, I yeah. wish you could. I don't know if why you're, don't. If you're going Mac to Mac, you can use Mac Remote Desktop, which I don't know right. how good that is. 
you know got to get one of those new max studios unless they're announcing something new today right we'll check in on them you know we'll we'll go live to the show floor later (laughs) see what's going on let me go Uh, i'll I'll just uh click up mac rumors and just have them do the refresh i was gonna do that i was literally gonna like check in at one point so we could just by the time we get to the end of the show we're gonna have a list of things to talk about so don't talk about it yet no spoilers no spoilers all all right no spoilers okay We'll That's find out about the AR headset thing. later. They're no, not going to be an AR headset. <laughs> there will uh, not be an AR headset. I guarantee you Apple will make a VR headset before it makes an AR headset. What? Yeah. No, the other way. It's no. going to be AR first. They've been working on AR on the iPhone forever. Nah. AR will, is where the future is. They will is. do, I right, but they will do a VR headset first before they do an AR headset. I think and it will be both have, by default. It'll have probably an AR mode, which will probably be crappy like the uh, like the Oculus, if they do it. Oh, no. I, I think the way that they've been doing it already, like with the phone, mm-hmm. everything's there. All they have to do is put it, literally just put the camera in the VR helmet. Yeah. At Maybe. that point. So I think it's going to be advertised as both. And I really do think that AR is going to be the big thing. VR is cool to go into VR. But like day to day, I think like AR is going to be where it's at. Yeah. I would love to have a, an empty room that I could turn <laughs> into anything I wanted right. at any time. That would be so awesome. <clears throat> you know, that's you the, could just like the holodeck. Yeah. Right, and then you use that uh, that AI stuff that everyone's using in order to, hey, computer, I need uh, this and this and this. Show me a dragon wearing a top hat. Yeah. Right. Integrate that AI. We will be talking about some AI later yeah. on. Uh, so there was one other thing I was going to say about the, oh, I was going to talk about installer issues mm-hmm. that I had. Now, I don't know if anybody has had this problem, and I cannot figure out. You know, maybe I deleted some temp directory that was big or something, and maybe that's how I screwed it up. But I, I've had some registry issues, too, when it comes to installing things. One of my hmm. big issues, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, you know, I, I haven't, like, redone this computer in, like, five years. Same. Right? You know, and, and I, there's issues, I feel like, that are just following me from years ago. For example, right. when I go to install a program... Nine times out of ten, it'll say the installer's already running. You can't run the installer because an installer's running. And Weird. I'll go to Task Manager, and, and it's just sitting there. It's like some startup process is trying to f- complete some install that it did five years ago. And so every time I restart mm. the computer, it comes up. But the issue that I'm having now is that I will go to install a program, like Unreal 5, for mm-hmm. example... And, okay, installer is already running. Okay, cool. So I'll, I'll fix that, and then I'll run it again. And then it says, you're missing a file. You're missing the installer for the last version of this .msi. And I'm like, I don't save that. Who saves their installers? Right. Nobody saves their installers. It must have been putting those installers into a folder somewhere, <coughs> and it can't find it. And finally, after because I was, what I would have to do is find that version. And if mm-hmm. I can't find the version, I'm screwed. Yeah. Like, like for example, I cannot get Bluetooth to work on my on my motherboard. It, yeah, and I, I've come to the conclusion at this point now. I don't think it's related to this issue, but I think it's it's actually the Bluetooth doesn't just doesn't yeah. work. But I do you not have to enable it in the, the BIOS? Because I know sometimes with Wi Fi you have you to do. enable it in right. the BIOS. Nope, it's not in there mm-hmm. on this version. I thought it was, and that was my old motherboard. And and it's all there. It says it's there, but it just says the drivers aren't working right and 
but in trying to update the Bluetooth drivers to figure out the problem. Same thing. You need the Intel Realtek driver from October 4th, you know, 2019 at mm-hmm. 3.45 p.m. Yeah. And it's See, like, I where am I supposed to find that? I don't do anything with Bluetooth, you know. But it's it's the fact that the installer is needed to install the new one. It's like, yeah. to uninstall yeah. this, it yeah, needs yeah. the installer. And so finally, yesterday, I found something that fixes this. And it's a it's a little program that Microsoft makes. It's one of their repair tools that, you know, never right. work. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it locked up. It said it found a problem, and it went to fix it. And it locked up, and it sat there for 20 minutes, and I'm like, okay. And, but once I closed it, it, it worked. Mm-hmm. So, so there is a tool out there that actually will fix this problem if you're having it. So did you get your Bluetooth it's working? It's weird. No, the Bluetooth, yeah. I, I'm, I am convinced that the hardware is, <clears throat> is fried on my Bluetooth That's a shame, or whatever because the these motherboard. are really good machines. These, these yeah. new machines we, we built a few years ago yeah. are really good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but a fresh install would probably be good. Maybe we should do that this summer. I was thinking about that, but it's always such, you know, there's always these little things you Yeah, how am I going to keep my R17 version? <laughs> I can't go download <laughs> it anywhere, you know? The, what if I need to, thing- to convert an old TurboSquid file? Oh, I got some... Be- Here's the thing. TurboSquid, you need to get on point with that. Right. There is no reason that I should spend $100 for a model of something on your site, and then mm-hmm. I can't open it in the latest version of Cinema. Right. Like, 100%. Oh, I'm sorry. You need version 11 of Cinema to open that. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, convert all your stuff. Yeah. Nobody's or, using... Or, you know, make it quicker, because sometimes they'll convert stuff over to another version, you know, but it takes them days and days to right. do it. It's like, right. you know what? With all the money it's you like guys are making now. off of, like, stuff. I mean, you got Shutterfly money, don't you? Aren't they Shutterfly? Right. What are they? They're whatever it is now. Right. Yeah. It's like, dude, just build a tool, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, along the lines of, like, having more, more time for shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more time for work and more time for experimenting mm-hmm. uh, rather than all this extra stuff, just trying to trim the fat and be able to... I want to be able to do artist stuff, Yeah, right? I want to be able to experiment with stuff. I want to try Unreal a little bit like I did this update weekend. Update a demo reel. <laughs> yeah, update a demo reel. Right. Whatever it is, needing that time, one of my the questions that comes to my head at this point in time at my age is when I get that time... Do I learn something new mm-hmm. or do I experiment with what I know, right? Like, should I maybe do a render and do something uh, like a personal project in cinema with all the tools I know? Because that is not about, I mean, yeah, you're going to learn some new stuff. You, I'm yeah. sure you learn something in the process, but you're not mm-hmm. starting from scratch. The, you're not learning tools to do something creative. You're doing the creative. And I like right. doing the creative sometimes over like just learning about some random programs. I like to know a little bit about these. I like to dabble. Mm-hmm. I dabble with MetaHumans this weekend, but yeah. does it mean that I'm going to dive in and be like a MetaHumans expert? The, the no. Thing, the thing that I see about like dabbling, you know, is like like for me, I love to dabble in render engines. You know, I mm-hmm. always did for a, for a while when all the the new you know when the render wars started. <laughs> I like to dabble in all of them because I like having a good general understanding of, you know, how they are. That way, if it ever comes to the point where I need to use those tools, 
I'm not like starting from, you know, square one. I actually have a somewhat working knowledge of it. Well, you know, like Homer Simpson said to Lisa, (laughs) if something is too hard, it's not worth doing. Right. (laughs) And, but when I do stuff like open Unreal 5, right, it's like, okay, let's see how painful it is to learn how to do something simple. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, that's kind of the thing. It's like, okay, there's some pain points here, but at least I kind of know what's involved if this comes up for a project right. or something, right? If I want to do it for fun, that's a whole other story. Uh, oh, Impulse says uh, it's up to the artist, not Turbo Squid. Right, so it's, but it's Turbo people, Squid right. you know, holds the keys. And they, they can don't force t- they the don't artist tell you. to do that. It you just know? says, oh, this is compatible with cinema. Yeah. Okay. Is it, though? Yeah. Whatever. I mean, that's, that's the problem I have. You know, it, sh- it should at least say, hey, by the way... This is, you know, 15 years old mm-hmm. or something. Um, so so I do like to learn new things and, and experiment. But the older I get, the more I'm just like, you know, I kind of want to just create. Mm-hmm. I want to do something creative instead. And, um, you know, I, I compare it to barbecue now when I'm doing these <laughs> creative things. Because you've hit um, your midlife crisis where men yeah. only focus on one of two things. Um, it's either yeah. barbecue or what's the other it, thing? It used or to their be lawn. Cars. I think it's their lawn oh, or, no. or barbecue. Forget that. No. Yeah. No, I hired somebody <laughs> to do the lawn. I, I I went through that phase like 15 years ago. I'm, I'm over that. Yeah. Um, the, the thing about barbecue, it's the barbecue in the art of, of motion graphics. Mm-hmm. Title. Barbecue. Um, <laughs> the thing about barbecue <coughs> is that, uh, let's say, like like smoking stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's um, it it requires patience. Mm-hmm. It requires you to follow directions, right? Mm-hmm. But the the biggest thing for me is just kind of the slow cook, right? You're gonna you're gonna put in some um, some short ribs. Thanks right. for showing me those jags. And um, you're going to let that go for like five hours. And it's going to be better because you took your time, right? Mm-hmm. If you just throw the short ribs in the microwave, you're going to have a bad time. So right. like for me, I compare it to that because I've always been in this mode uh, up until maybe, I don't know, about five years ago. Where it's like, I just want to do everything fast. I just want to get it done. But there's mm-hmm. no reason. I mean, client stuff, yeah, I understand that that kind of a thing. But if you're doing your own thing, what is the rush? Right. And I feel like sometimes it's like, oh, you got to do a daily. You have to think of something. You have to be creative. Mm-hmm. And even on, like, projects we're working on, you know, you and I have been super stressed. We mm-hmm. have been super slammed. We've been super busy. And it's like, oh, I know you're having the worst day ever, but go ahead and be creative and work for 15 hours at right. the same time. Right. You know? Yeah. It it doesn't give you a lot of chance to be creative. It's literally you're just relying on those muscle memory techniques that you have built over the past few, you know, 10 years or whatever in order to create something. And it doesn't mean it won't be good, but sometimes it's just like, you know, you may have been able to approach a problem better if you had more time or come up with something more procedural if you had more time or whatever it is. And for me, a lot of it is like what I learned from from Barton when we uh, worked a kind of a long-term contract thing for him years ago. And that was really like really taking your time with concepting something. Really 
taking your time mm-hmm. with coming up with a look on something. Oh, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna try five different lighting setups with this. Cool. Take your time and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, turn off all the lights. Turn on this light. And I might have said this a couple weeks ago, but it's it's that. It's like if I want to do my personal project, I want to do it right. Yeah. And I want it to look really good. And if I'm working on the lighting for like two hours, and I'm like, man, this just looks like garbage. <laughs> it's too flat. I just I don't like it. Delete the lights. Start yeah. over. Yeah. And and that's the thing like I feel like I haven't had time for in yeah. the last five years. And I feel like I've gotten left behind in in my abilities because I've just been button pushing and just yeah. been I gotta get this project out. Same way I did before. Over mm-hmm. and over. Can't learn anything else new. Can't learn about a new render engine. Can't you know, no time for that. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get back because everybody is so slammed. Everybody's trying to make money pay the bills right now mm-hmm. and and get by in these in these tough times <clears throat> man right it's about right? to get worse it's about to get real bad oh, man dude but i'm very excited about some of these apple updates i gotta say <laughs> oh you gotta wait hold on <laughs> I no know. spoilers no spoilers <clears throat> yet all right um but uh my my point is let let an idea marinate right mm-hmm. to bring it back to the barbecue yeah um, <laughs> You know, it, it doesn't matter if it's a daily. I don't like that idea of daily anymore. I can call it a daily. I'll put hashtag daily on it. I might mm-hmm. have worked on a majority of it in one day, but I just don't have any, re- like, why, why rush through it? Like, yeah. if I have an idea and I'm going to sit on it and I'm going to come, that's one of the big things. And, and this applies to things like audio as well. Come back to it. Yeah. Close it. Come back to it the next day. There, look at it again. There have been many times on this project where I'm working a 15-hour day, and I'm like, this sucks, <laughs> you know? And then I'll come back to it the next day, and I'm like, okay, it doesn't suck so much, you know, but I know how I, I can make it better, mm-hmm. you know? It's like being able to take that break and step, stepping away from it. Yeah. You get so focused on it, it's like you know you want it to just be better yeah 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 so if at first you don't succeed keep on sucking until you do succeed yep sucking is just the first marinate it what is it Mm -hmm. sucking is just the first step to getting better or something something like that what is Is it that that a homerism no that's jake from adventure time oh yes is that the one where is just the first step or something like that I know what you're talking about. I don't yeah. remember. Sucking at something is the first step to put towards being sort of good at something. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, so let's see. So there's that. Now let's get into some Ravcock. What's your flavor? What is your flavor? So I got That's a bunch a of one. notes here <laughs> of mine and yours, and it's mainly stuff like this technical stuff that yeah. we've been experiencing recently and and uh along with some other stuff too um so like octane textures like oct it's funny because that's yeah. literally what the <laughs> first line is yeah the octane file cache issue now here's the problem i cannot complain about anything if it i'm is, not up yep. to date yep and this is the that's problem. why i can complain about after effects because i'm fully up to date on that yeah right and we have to stay Behind, and we yeah. have to stay on a certain point version to stay 100%. with each other. So this is probably something that was fixed a long time ago. But I was like changing textures in Photoshop and coming back over to Octane, and they mm-hmm. weren't updating. And when I hit refresh, <laughs> and that's probably fixed now. I don't know. Well, Again, one of those things where I'm not going to 
you know, I, I don't the time I don't to... necessarily know if it has been fixed. It's probably just that there is a workaround for it. We just didn't know until just now. Like, well, there literally, is a workaround, but right. it was never mm-hmm. like that before. Right. So material, there's a material cache that it's holding. And so you have to go into your thing, hit material, and then like clear material cache. And sometimes you have to do it a couple times, you know? Yeah. Because there's a reload button. What's the reload button for? The reload button to... should just like empty the cache and then right. you know, redo I it. I think there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll you'll save Photoshop and you'll refresh, refresh, and it doesn't refresh. You change it to nothing so that yeah. it errors out, or you change it to something else and then you put it back, and it's still showing, it's still the, old showing the old version. Yeah, there's no version of this file <clears throat> anywhere, so yeah. it's a cache. Yeah, it's a cache issue. I mean, plus we also just need to mention that in the 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 great thing about our Slack is that. Ahmet is in the Octane one. And right. I apologize because I like to complain. The problem is, like, I go on there and I complain. And then he's like, can you show me any examples? And I'm like, no, I cannot. <laughs> because right. this is literally, you know, an NDA job right. that I can't talk about. But yeah. it's it's something that, like, I want to help make Octane better, you know. And so, everything like, for that matter. Yeah. Everything what? crashes on me. Everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, uh, so one crash. Sometimes I don't know if it's Octane or Cinema. That's the issue, either. Yeah, you know. Yeah. When I got a project and it's got Voronoi fracture and it's got like you know just crazy textures in it uh-huh. and it's got uh, volume fog <clears throat> driven by TFD and it hasn't been like mixed down to any sort of like VDB file yet because I'm yeah. still working on it and I'm throwing all these textures. It, I mean, it gets so complicated. Oh, yeah, and let's throw motion blur on top of that. Right. Yeah, see how that happens. <laughs> if it says, it, I, I will, I'll always submit it unless it says Octane has crashed, you know? If it says Octane's right. crashed, I don't bother submitting it because, like, it's like, what what's what's Max going to do probably, about that? Well, and yeah. it's probably because you're on the old version. We yeah. haven't updated it yet, yeah, you know? Knows. And But I will say that I have had way less trouble. Um, you know, I, I installed uh, our... I'm sorry, S26. Mm-hmm. Can't use it, but I was trying to go into it and use some of the new features mm-hmm. um, to make something balloon and do some other things and then bring it back into right. 25, into our current project. And when you install the new version of Cinema, you have to update your NVIDIA drivers, mm-hmm. which um, I didn't want to do. I didn't know if that was going to mess with anything. Yeah. Um, but Cinema literally won't work at all like it's weird like it will work but then you'll try and do something like uh with mograph or cloth and everything yeah. will just disappear and it it is the uh it is the nvidia driver that was the problem mm. so i did that and now i'm having like barely any octane crashes now oh, and that's why i say like i don't like to complain about it because if i'm not up to date it's probably right. my fault or the first thing everyone is going to ask are you on the latest version yeah no Right. You know, but still that brings up an interesting point. It's like studios are doing this like they can't update fully, you know, all the time, you know, like there are studios that are like three or four versions behind in cinema, you know, and it's like, that's just what they do. Like 23 is a, a bunch of studios that I know that's their main, their main one. They're not on 25 yet because it's just so much work to upgrade. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, it's it's I don't know what to say about that. You know, you have to be a computer expert almost 
or basically you do have to be a computer ex- expert to do this stuff. <clears throat> yeah, it's a Especially shame a that PC. like this job is one of the few jobs where like literally you can lose a ton of work just because the programs are not stable. You know, right. like anyone running Word, they don't have to worry about Word crashing, you know? Well, I mean, it's Microsoft. Well, <laughs> and that's the problem. It's it's the fact that it's a bunch of programs that are made by different people mm-hmm. all working together the best they can on top of a, a an OS that is not great. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. t- that's why there's so many problems. After yeah. Effects, Cinema, Unreal crashes on me. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm I'm having crashes across the board. And you know, Hupke said that, you know, uh uh all the Adobe products are pretty solid on a Mac, you know. That's yeah. Another reason I'd love to get one of those new Mac Studios. Man, those things are solid, you know. And that's the thing about the Apple stuff is that they only have to make that program work this way with these very, very, very specific drivers and programs and, mm-hmm. and OSs. There's not like yeah. anything they can there's do. There's not multiple about- <laughs> versions of metal. It is just metal. Well, there's it's it's not like you know, they can make a version of After Effects that works with your motherboard mm-hmm. and your RAM and mm-hmm. your video card because they know what it's going to be on a Mac. Yeah. And that's the advantage. That's why people like it. That's why I liked it. Yeah. But when you don't have any options to change the hardware, right? that's yeah. the other side of the problem. Yeah. You know? See, I, I, as soon as, and I don't know this may be the case, as soon as Mac uh, Octane starts working with PCs, like as soon as they start communicating with each other... I'm going to move over to Mac. I'm going oh, to move back to that Mac. as your box. Yeah. Yep. Those Mac studios are yeah. sweet and they're they're the you know the form it's they're just so small. I'll just yeah. put it on my desk underneath my monitor, you know. Um also Ooh. wanted to talk about Angie render. We're going to talk about this next week, but when we flop the days, um uh Matt brought this up in in our um in our uh, in our Discord, actually, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I think he's taken a look at it. I I kind of watched a video of it. I haven't tried it or anything, but want to talk about Angie Render. Mm-hmm. Uh, la- uh, it's it's more for. I mean, I know Clarice it's, is uh, is yeah. it's for Clarice, but Clarice is something that a lot of people use doing large scale stuff. Yeah, like giant giant environments like trillions of trees and you know yeah. whatever and who was it that we had on the show that was using clarice i know Sorensen oh. has used clarice yes and that's in my notes actually Sorensen has a video on angie render oh uh, that he cool. did back in december and um and he's showing clarice he's talking he talks about clarice so you know if you want to check it out um you can look on there, but Angie Render is, you know, Clarice only did CPU rendering before, and now this lets mm. it do GPU. Yeah. So, like, or it both. looks really cool. The The thing is, like, it's another thing to learn. Another right? Another thing, yeah. Um, who was on the show that was using it? Oh, 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 it was, um, oh, who was it? I don't remember. It's going to drive me nuts now. I got to think. I got to think. My question that comes up in a situation like this is, like, okay... Here's a new render engine, super cool, but you have to use it with Clarice, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. However, 
do I want to learn Clarice at this point in my life? That's, you know, it right. comes back to that question, right? Yes, but you then... You dabble then, for a day, but... Then, yeah. do you want to be the old man who is stuck off a... Stuck in one program and, you know, whatever? Understandable. However... Mm, I don't know. However... Do, uh, yes, it was it was uh it was Andre. Andre right? yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Was it? I believe so, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Andre Lebrov. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he was talking about that workflow. And and now here's the thing. That this comes back to the the age point a little bit, but like, you know, that old guy mm-hmm. that only used Lightwave anymore, mm-hmm. you know. I know who you're talking about. Who smelled actually, like cigarettes all the time. <laughs> I actually don't know who you're talking about. Oh, really? The guy we used to work with at Access Group? Oh, there was a guy we yeah. had for like a short amount of yeah. time, right? And would and he, only use Lightwave and he always reeked of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Now, but here's my point with that. It's like, <laughs> that makes sense if you're going to be a career artist. Mm-hmm. That guy was a career artist. Like, he mm-hmm. stopped learning completely, and he was unwilling to learn anything new. Right. I'm not unwilling to learn something new if I need it to, to do what I need to do and continue to be an artist. Right. The thing is, at what point do you say, I'm running a company, I need somebody that knows Clarice, I dabbled with Clarice, I understand mm-hmm. enough of it to art direct this project, I don't need to know right. all right. the ins and outs of Clarice. That, that's where Barton is now. You know, right. it's like right. he he knew he needed a Houdini artist and he tried out Houdini artists. And then he's like, all right, I need more Houdini artists, you right. know. And, yeah. and I would doubt that he's never touched anything in Houdini ever. Right. Or dabbled with something or messed with something. I think that's the difference, mm-hmm. you know, um, because the Lightwave person didn't want to use Cinema 4D out of principle. Yeah. Right? When it became a necessity, he still refused. It is not a necessity for me to use Blender right now. Right. There is nothing I need to do that I couldn't do right now with my existing set of programs. Right. If if there is something I have to do and Blender is the only way to do it, absolutely I'm going to do that. But why do I want to learn a new interface? It's back to that problem. Now I have to do this instead of being creative. Right. It's not like Cinema 4D is on the way out. You know, that's the thing. It is like, still a very popular, very good program. It's an industry standard. Yeah. And, and cinema, like cinema was literally in the same boat mm-hmm. a long time ago. Oh, 3D Max was what I use. Cinema, yeah. That's a toy, <laughs> you know, and it's like, and then it became more popular. Blender's doing the same thing mm-hmm. right now. And Blender's free. Did you know that? What? <laughs> but there's no reason for me to use it. Right. Like, and that's the thing. Like, so do I need to learn Clarice? Like, when, first of all, Here, w- what am I doing that's going to need Clarice? Right, Nothing. exactly. But if I was, I don't know if I'd learn it or if i just hire somebody for that one gig. Right. Yeah, that's probably right. You're probably at that point in your life where you would right. just hire someone out. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't, don't want to be point. in front of the box at 70 years old because I can't retire. God, you know? I know. I have been thinking about that so much lately. Like, am I going to be able to retire? I I don't know. (laughs) Like, because Amy, Amy is only, she's like 11 years away from retirement. Wow. 
Isn't that crazy? And I am nowhere near <laughs> retirement at all. I, it, uh, am I going to be 80 years old? Yeah. We'll nuke Making ourselves out of stuff? existence before yeah, that happens. Yeah, so don't worry that's about true. It. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's some just some random stuff uh, on my list. Cinema 4D. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. This is this is one of my... This, this should go on my Rick list. Your Rick list. So I can bug Rick. Is it Cinema 2D? Because that's what I want. Oh, we need a Cinema 2D. Cinema. Everyone actually, laughs. Actually, would it be like, Cinema 3D? Because I know, right? You still have time. <laughs> hmm. No, I need. I need Cinema 2D. Like this. And, Absolutely. And, and they laughed, but like Cinema 2D would be amazing. The 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 MoGraph tools, and then you add SuperComp in there. You just make it its own program. You know. That everyone can use, and then they never have to go to After Effects ever again. Yeah, that's what know. I'm saying. Cinema I'm 2D. the type of person like I don't have to do a lot in compositing. You mm-hmm. know, I so. do. See, I do a lot in compositing, and I like the thing is, I will get I will get my stuff probably eighty five percent the way there, and then do the rest in compositing, and it's like so. Uh, uh, Cam, Cameron Butterfield's been working with us on this project and he showed me a whole workflow, you know, with, uh, EXRs and stuff like that. The whole, basically, you know, Mm -hmm. beauty and the, you know, the post effects and all that. And I've been using it like crazy. You know, I know I, I don't render out PNGs. I actually render out EXRs and then do my crypto mat and everything because it's like, it's like, why should I go through and like keyframe off certain things and keyframe on certain things when I know I can just crypto mat them out, you know? It depends. Just, like, it depends yeah. on how extensive. <clears throat> Again, it comes back to, like, how procedural do you want to make your workflow? Right. You know, nine times out of ten, 16-bit PNGs for me. Yeah. You know, it saves tons of hard drive space. I'm not going to use any of that extra information for anything. What's the point? Mm-hmm. If I have to have it, if it's going to be something that's very dependent on color and mm-hmm. aces, aces, all this, all the things, I, I understand when I should use it. It's not like yeah. I don't ever use it, but um, we have tried Nuke for compositing. But the problem with Nuke curve. is it is expensive too. You know, yes, I'm not going to spend four thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah, and don't pirate it. <laughs> um, I'm not going to spend four thousand dollars or whatever a year on Nuke. Just to not use it. If I'm going to use something, you know, I'm going to use it. Pirating Nuke, they are they are ruthless. Yeah, they are ruthless. We've got you know a friend who got in some big trouble with them. So yep. Um. So here's my question. Uh, here's here's one for the Rick list. Mm-hmm. Point level easing. Yeah. Point level keyframe easing. Is Why that, can't you? Didn't that? Did they not update that? It's not in 25. I see here it comes back to this thing again. Yeah. Is it in 26? Maybe it's in 26. I don't know. But again, you know, I'm trying to even point level change uh, an FFD uh, modifier deformer. Which which one is 3D Max and which one is 3D? (laughs) Um, I still get it confused to this day. Yeah. Deformer. uh, Yeah. Can't ease it. I was like, I want it to go from here to here. Plus, I think it gets a little confused when it comes to... I don't know if it, like, keyframes all the points. I don't know. Well, anyway, you can't say I want to ease in this. Yeah. And and there is a trick for it where you kind of, like, take it and then, like, uh, do a keyframe 
time modifier, and mm-hmm. then you ease the time on it. Yeah, but or like, you why can can't you do that? Do a pose morph. You can do a pose morph. You yeah. know, but that's not if you're doing. You don't want to do that if you're doing frame by frame animation or whatever, or like yeah. every five frames. That's just too much. Yeah. Another trick that uh, I have found that has been really interesting. I have been going to 26 for, you know, Z remesher, right? I'm so jealous. <laughs> what? I just want I just want to be in there. I just want to oh, be I know. in there. Yeah. I know. Uh the the thing about the remesher. Z remesher is so freaking amazing, but yeah. I have had some problems and it's probably because, you know, it's my awful modeling skills. Right. That where it's not interpreting it correctly or it's, or it's taking a really long time or something. I have mm-hmm. found a, uh, a good workflow is to start with, because they still give you both mesh, uh, remeshers, the old remesher mm-hmm. and then the Z remesher. I will do a regular remesh first and let it do a quick thing mm. and then Z remesh it. I've had so much luck doing that. So if you're having problems with that, give that a try. I got some clean ass topology. That's cool. On something I was working on. I you know I really tried to make it, you know, decent topology to begin with, but I had to simplify it and stuff, and I wanted to do, like, you know, when you want to do physics on something, you don't want a million polygons in your model. Right. You're going you're gonna to just crash your computer. So um, that's a tip right there. Try the regular remesher and then Z-remesh if you're having problems. I've had really good luck with that and I am so impressed with what it's doing. Man. You know, I was able to do some really fun stuff with um, making something blow up like a balloon. It's, yeah. I'm still trying to understand tearing. There's not a lot of good tutorials out for it right now. <laughs> Give me one second. I so, accidentally locked my wife out of the house. <laughs> whoops. Got one of them, uh, got one of them, uh, you know smart locks and he probably hit the deadbolt on top of that or something so anyway i'm gonna sit here and talk to myself tearing i had a problem with tearing because i don't quite understand it i know you can do guides i was looking through uh chris schmidt's intro to 26 and i was looking to the episode that he did with rick if you if you watch the rocket lasso episode with rick there's some really really great little things that he brings up in there um i was talking to chris the other day and i told him that um, you know, there's there's Sorry. a lot of little things in 26 I would like to find. You know, pick his brain at. You yeah. Know? So, um, I think uh, <laughs> I think having a tutorial on tearing in general and the way you use like the guides. I yeah. don't understand how to do it, and I was googling it and having. There's just not a lot of info on it yet. And then I was also having a problem with. Um, my experiments all worked and then I did like a more complicated setup uh-huh. and all of a sudden like the pressure of the balloon just didn't work anymore. Uh-huh. Like no matter how much pressure I put in it, it would not blow up, put like hmm. a million pressure. And, and that's what, that's those, these are all these instances where I wish I could pause what I'm doing, mm-hmm. contact somebody and say, mm-hmm. what am I doing wrong? Cause usually it's my fault. Right. But still, what am I doing wrong? I have no way to do that. In a pinch, it's like, nope, we've got to have to do it a different way. Right. Can't figure that out right now. You know, and that's what having more time to be mm-hmm. able to experiment is good for. Hey, I'm going to take this thing I was working on and figure out why it didn't work. Right. Right. You know, or, yeah, or get like, some log files to send some people some projects that, that aren't working. Yeah. You know? And like, you know, I, I find, I've found that like, you know, you go through... And you figure out these problems. And then the next time 
you have to do that same technique again, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing. You know, right. There's right. like this little check button that you need, you right. know, and it's like, OK, now I know what I'm doing. Like, you know, you, know you need to pause the live viewer in Octane before you turn right. on motion blur. <laughs> right. It's not. I, I don't. Here's the thing. Here's here's one thing that I will give Octane in comparison to last year. Like, you know, it's like they have gotten better about motion blur. I don't get crashes with motion blur anymore. You know, I still always I, do, I don't get it. Like, I don't get I don't any know. crashes with motion blur. And I'm very here's surprised when I get by crashes in motion blur. Here's the problem. Because, I mean, it's third party, right? Mm-hmm. So so you have to tell Octane to do certain things if you want it to work a certain way with mm-hmm. cinema. My biggest issue is, is that motion blur is usually fine until I need motion blur on a very specific thing, like some sort of MoGraphy thing that Octane doesn't interpret as motion. It yes. interprets it as completely separate frames. So you've yeah. got to turn on the transform slash vertex or mm-hmm. whatever... And put a, an octane tag on that specific item to make it work. And then you do that, and of course you're working with, in my case, uh, I'm working with physics, and I'm working mm-hmm. with macaroni fracture. Right. <laughs> and, and, um, and, and in doing so, do you cache it? Do you not cache it? If right. it's cached, does it not function correctly? If it is, oh, all of a sudden, you got to go from frame zero if you want to do this render. But it only works right. if you start at frame zero or if you put the beginning of the timeline at that. There's all these little things, like you said, that you know mm-hmm. to do, but then it still crashes. Yeah. You know? It's like, and I'm like, is it because of Octane? Is it because of Cinema? Is it because of the physics? Like, do I need to cash this thing? You just don't know, and then right. you just end up like having a force quit all day until you can get the job done. There you has don't been have the time. So uh, uh, a technique that I've been using lately when doing like simulations and stuff, like especially with like Voronoi fracture, like mm-hmm. I don't like having to run a simulation over and over and over again. I like having a lot more control over it. So what I've been using is just I've been cheating it. And like using effectors on top of my Voronoi fracture and just doing like MoGraph selections and stuff like that. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, why do I need to go through and create a simulation when I can art direct it exactly the way I want? You know? Yeah, I need this to explode. Right. So instead of like making it explode, I'll just vor- <clears throat> Voronoi fracture and then do a push apart effect. Right. Exactly. Bam, 100%. Explodes. Yeah. yeah, and the uh, and I, I I was talking to Chris Schmidt the other day about this, and I would love I would love for there to be a global effector, you know, oh, like yeah. it affects every single clone, you know, where it's like okay, I put this global effector, and then it makes every position, scale, rotation, all of it the exact same, you know. So basically, like, instead of having to drag the effector onto the effector list, you can take a box that says apply this to any motion graphics, any MoGraph object, I mean, in Uh, in cinema. No, I'm not talking about that. So, like, I want, like, a global global effector where it's, like, I put that effector onto, like, a cloner, right? Mm -hmm. And instead of, like, doing a grid, I mean, you do a grid, and then the effector affects all of it and puts it all in one specific spot or one specific rotation or one you know with that mm. because the number of times i've wanted to explode out like a bunch of particles oh. or something it's like i want them to all be in one place first you know isn't there some sort of thing that uh, yeah chris was telling us nose, about a matrix object and something like that 
You know, well, Nose Man was showing off a thing where you can actually cache MoGraph and then add an effector to that. I don't. Uh, this was a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There I probably is something. You know, I, I'm sure yeah. there's a way to do it. You know, again, it's. Awesome. It's, yeah, one of those things. Got to experiment. Uh, right. uh, going back to the motion blur stuff on cinema, I was or in Octane, I was going to mention this. The biggest issue that I've had with motion blur is when you've got multiple clones inside a cloner, you know, mm-hmm. and you put the motion blur on it. Um, when you're, I and I don't know if this does this. I think this does this in both regular octane and standalone Mm -hmm. uh but there's been a few times where i've uh sent it out to an orbix file and i bring it into render or or to send a render and i open it up in standalone and like there are just like crazy streaks because it can't interpret the motion blur correctly you know and so like what sucks is like you have to go into your cloner and set them and you can't have them as render instances. They're just instances mm-hmm. or whatever, or you have to bake them out or something like that in order to get yep. them to look normal. But it's like, yeah. that's going to take a ton longer because you've got so much more geometry in your, in your scene right. now. Or you bake them to a, a, an ABC file and then it's like, okay, wait, can, can Alembic, uh, uh, tr- can you translate the motion blur after you've baked the Alembic yeah. in Octane? You can't, no. Or you can, but it no. might have something to do with a vector or a, a vector. Yeah. T- I don't know. Or a, a weight. Uh, no, a, a vector <laughs> tag for something. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, a um, vertex tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. There's all those little things like that. And, yeah. and sometimes in the moment, you're just like, ah, I just wish I had somebody here to tell me. Right what this is that's what ai is for right yeah the thing is like i i would love i would love for there to be right click show help and then there to be videos you know oh man that's a lot of work that is a lot of work but you know what like the thing that i really enjoyed about x particles when i was jumping into x particles was their tutorials their video tutorials Mm -hmm. which was great they have really fallen off a lot in you know the past few years but it's like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. <clears throat> yeah. And and Samuel Samuel Adams, <laughs> Samuel in Adams. the in the chat here. This is what we did with Dan Marino. Right. We just started calling him Emmett Smith or any right. random you know football player's name. Um, you have to. Uh, he's talking about redshift, right? Mm-hmm. And and this is not just an octane thing. Like this applies to like anything you're doing. Yeah. Again, back to those third-party things, putting all those third-party plugins, having them talk to each other and hope that it works. You know, it's just it's a miracle any of it works in the first place. Right. Um, you have to ex- export as a Limbic first before rendering. That probably is the case with Octane. You know, I just didn't have the time to sit there and experiment. And then mm-hmm. sometimes it's the, it's a matter of like, okay, I know I need a an Octane tag on this, but does it go on the child? Can I put it on the parent and mm-hmm. it will work? All the way down, I think it or not? Works sometimes all the way down. Sometimes, yeah. But sometimes it's like, oh no, you have to put <laughs> this on the geometry itself. You know, yeah. What should I learn, C4D or Houdini? Both. Both. You have to. Yeah. You work in C4D. You make the Sims and stuff in Houdini. Yeah. I know some people say swear they can like do everything in Houdini, but man, yeah, it's a lot. It is. If you a want lot. something easy? Go with. You're not going to go wrong with learning Cinema 4D. Nope. Um, but yeah, Houdini. It just depends on your your the way your mind works. Mm-hmm. I think with Houdini, 
I agree. You know, if you're very like scientific, mathematically oriented, physics oriented, you know, Houdini's <clears throat> might click better for you. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to say. You got to you got to try them. I'm not you know? I, like yeah, I I don't it, and this is probably my after effects and you know, Adobe background where it's like I'm used to layers. That's why cinema was so easy to me because it was like, oh, you're just adding layers on top of layers, you know, the drop down yeah. menus and stuff back in the day. Right. And then it's like, oh, well, now that's why I really enjoyed Octane, you know, because you can do it that way and then you can jump into nodes if you really need to. If but my, need my to. mind does not work in nodes. I know. It's, and my, it's, it's funny, too, because I know like some people say it's easier. Mm hmm. But like I'll sit there and I will something about the way my mind works i can click four or five levels down within a regular octane interface Mm -hmm. you know the regular cinema 4d interface and my brain sees the connections better than it does with the nodes (laughs) i know it's weird (laughs) it's like i've developed that 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 in my head you know versus whatever the thing is like once i get too many nodes deep i get really confused you know like it's like okay what does this do again and i've got a yeah my 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 brain just doesn't work great like yeah. that because i do stuff like oh i just need to flip between these two textures mm-hmm. and i'll i'll do a mixed texture and keyframe it so i can yeah. go back and forth between these two things because it's easier to control and then inside of that there's something with like a texture but it has to have a color correct on top of that and mm-hmm. then within that i do a a uh, a multiply and put like a dirt shader on top of that texture mm-hmm. and my brain somehow remembers all of that i'll open the project a year later i'm like oh yeah <laughs> it's just like directories i can see directories in my head but that's how my brain works and luckily you can do it both ways and do nodes if you want <laughs> um and uh Amy, oh. <laughs> my wife mm-hmm. is logged into our account that says matt Milstead. so matt Milstead is actually her <laughs> that's not me oh. saying hi to everyone in the chat oh that's funny <laughs> So so if Matt Mills says says I love you Matt then yeah. that's sure sure mm-hmm. uh-huh it's actually mm-hmm. you. um speaking of AI Merck yeah I'm hearing rumors that uh there's some updates coming he has like, done I know I saw he did some updates to some of his other plugins and stuff man I would love to talk to that guy man, you know I would he has been like so far gone from the scene i don't know what happened he got in that accident or something yeah and yeah you know yeah i don't i don't know what exactly can you do in houdini that you can't in c4d houdini Uh, is houdini is excellent (laughs) for simulation stuff right if you want to do particles if you want to do um if you want to do crazy destruction and stuff like that like uh, if you want to do water uh yeah all of that houdini is great for c4d c4d you have to either buy plugins or like you know figure out a workaround for it and it's just it's 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 just not great you know it's made for the sims it's not that you can't do Mm -hmm. those sims in cinema or have a plugin that does it Mm -hmm. but houdini is made for these crazy complex sims that are are just like a million nodes and like the most crazy procedural stuff you've ever heard of Mm -hmm. like it's so drilled down but again it comes back to that mind like if you don't have that mind and you just need like a simple Mm -hmm. version like um 
you know, something like TFD or X particles to mm-hmm. get the job done, that's going to be easier for your artistic brain to handle. I love X particles. It was very confusing to me at first, you know, yeah. but over the past three years of using X particles consistently, I really love X particles. You know, and I always tell people I, if you know X particles, you can do TFD in like two seconds. Yep. Yep, absolutely. It's the same. They work yeah. They work really well together. Uh, I can't wait yeah. until XP gets that update with all the, the GPU stuff. It's going to, yeah. like, I won't ever have to go to, like, RealFlow or Houdini or anything. I'll start doing liquids again, you know, faster. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and LiquidGen, uh, you know, yeah. the toys, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and, and all of that stuff. As soon as it's in cinema, yeah, I'm going to do it. I have tried doing the third party, but again, it was one of those things where I... Or I'm the standalone, I mean, where yeah. I, I sit down and I mess with it and I realize, mm-hmm. oh, all I'm trying to do is create a puff of smoke and it's right. it, the scale is off. And it's like, I, I like to work within one program as much as I can. And TFD yeah. still is my choice. Yeah. Like, I still I think love that for smoke. TFD fire. just, it does an amazing job at smoke and fire. You know, yeah. like I will, I will jump to TFT every single time over X particles or anything else. Cause it's also faster. The GPU stuff is just insane. It's insane how fast it goes. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. And here's a here's an example, right? Like, um, if if I'm doing some quick smoke or something, I know TFD well enough to make it look how I want to look, and I can art direct it and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. But if I were going to do some crazy ass like motion picture with like some just ridiculous smoke and flame and just a million different like i would probably find somebody who could help me accomplish that in houdini because mm-hmm. one of the things is it's hard to deal with multiple sims from yes, tfd absolutely. inside of cinema so my yeah. solution to that it's, is to, it's hard to deal with that in x particles as well you can yeah. you absolutely can you right. know but yeah, you got to have multiple systems or multiple emitters and stuff like that. Includes, it's, excludes, and then if you change the overall mm-hmm. gravity and physics of the scene, like yeah, you know, I mean, you can have each system, you know, uh, uh, only affect its own system, which I really like in X particles. But X yeah. particles can use GP, GPU. I thought that was only for certain things. I, I think it's only for certain things. But I don't know if they've fully know. released that. Have they fully released it? Maybe the thing is, yeah, I just haven't updated. <laughs> well, I actually updated to the newer version 
in the middle of the project, which was probably a big no-no because as soon as I ran a new sim, because there's a thing. Okay, so I needed to I needed to exclude some of my you know particles or whatever, and so um, uh, John Bosley hit me up on Slack, mm-hmm. you know, and showed me how to do it. It's really John cool. Bosley, Bob yep. Walmsley, right. John Bosley, Bob, John, 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 John Bosley. Um, uh, uh, but apparently in X particles, it's really cool. Like you do your SIM and then all you do is go to your edit, edit, editing tab or something like that. Select the points that you want to get rid of, hit delete, and then they're gone, which is amazing. Like the same SIM will happen. Those particles will just be gone. And it wasn't until I think this newest version where like it was broken for the past three Mm. or four versions, Mm. you know, up until this new one. So, hmm. yeah, for yeah, fluid for, sims. For fluid yeah. sims, yeah. Yeah. Um, I get Daniel Danielson on the show. I know, right? I tried to contact him like a year ago for mm-hmm. something, and he used to write into the show. Yeah. That used to be like yeah. way like before we did video, he would write in. Yeah. That's when I was like, that's not your real name. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, crap. What was I going to say? Uh, oh, Oh, uh, so the technique I I showed you uh, a couple weeks ago with taking the BCF files and changing them over to convert them. Yeah, see, I hate that. I think it should just, I I don't know, maybe maybe that's their proprietary thing to where it, like, makes it easier for, you know. Yes, so BCF files read faster than VDBs do. Okay. So so the BCF files will bring your cache in, um, but you can... There's a there's a command line converter. I don't know why they don't make this like a right click convert type yeah. thing. But what I like or to do, like if I'm doing multiple sims, button in there that says use VDB. You know, right? Yeah. Um. So so with the octane tag, it's actually really easy. Um, the documentation hasn't been updated, but the BCF converter is not in the same place anymore. Yeah. It used to be like in the plugin, and now it's in like the program files directory yeah. under. Um, Jaw set, jaw set. Yeah, you have to go in there, and that convert that command line tool is in there. You drop in the BCF files; it just changes it to VDB. Mm-hmm. Nice and simple. Um, you do have to go in and do the VDB loader in Octane, and you have to give it like the because it won't work at first. You got to give it a specific number of decimals or zero places yeah. to make the the thing work. But what's great is then you move the Octane tag of your medium, you know, uh, your volume render to that and it looks exactly the same so if you can cache these out then you can have all these multiple sims of your tfd yeah you know so that you're not worrying about oh now i gotta resim like three tfd containers at once mm-hmm. and all of that crap yeah. um the one thing that i you know i maybe i don't know how to use it right but the the lin- um the linear gradient that you can put on your your scattering in mm-hmm. octane I think just that just do yourself a favor and don't touch it. Yeah, I think that just <laughs> controls like basically the colors, right? Like no, no. This is the, what this does is for some reason you can't put anything but black and white. I don't quite okay. Understand. Oh, on the scattering, on the it scattering? has to be exactly like a hundred percent black and a hundred percent white. It's Weird. it's a it's not in the scattering itself. It's a separate gradient that you can put in, and what it will do is kind of fall off. Some mm-hmm. of the the lower 
uh, dense density uh, parts of the VDB. But I just get I end up getting so much noise and weird like glare like you'll get little particles that show up and act funny and it's uh-huh. it acts funky and like I had to do it in a project last week and it's and it's there but it was one of those things where like the the art director has approved it and I don't want to take it out because it will look different uh-huh. and but I'm never going to touch that again I don't really know what I'm doing there um but anyway TFD all that if you're if you're looking to get into TFD and cinema actually I have an introductory tutorial on that yeah. that I feel everybody who has never touched it should watch and and will help you get an understanding of it right away yep and all the little different pieces um and um on the Merck front too by the way uh Winkleman were you on that I was on that text that threat yeah I um, think I was asleep when he texted he, he texts he t- at weird hours nowadays <laughs> I mean it was Sunday morning at right. like 10 a.m. But oh. uh, he he texted us and and I guess he had hit up Merck actually um, to be like, hey, miss you, right? <laughs> miss your stuff, you know, Blender or Cinema 4D. You should rewind and, and yeah. listen to the Blender or Cinema 4D. Absolutely, Cinema 4D. Unless you're poor, that is my opinion. If you're poor, jump to Blender. Like the yeah. thing is, if you're brand new. Why not use Blender? It's free. Poor. You know? If, yes. If, if you want to learn something, absolutely. I don't want to say the, poor, but, you know, unless yeah, you have no that's money. That's harsh. Yeah. So. yeah <laughs> that's the thing. But here's the thing. Be prepared to buy plugins. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of plugins. That's a, yeah. Uh, uh, Jags. We were on talking with Jags earlier, and he's like, oh, man, I've spent like $200 in Blender pro- plugins. It's like, is Blender really free? You know? Yeah. And, and what customer support line can you call right. for Blender? Right. Google. Well, we do that with Cinema too. But like, if you really have an issue, yeah, you can't get in the you know request line on our <laughs> Slack and talk directly with the person who makes. Right. You know, it's it's different. It's definitely different, <clears throat> and it's about the culture too. You know, the culture around Cinema 4D, the community around Cinema 4D. Um, but try them. You know, mm-hmm. I still feel like Cinema 4D is more intuitive. I've I have dabbled. I've done that thing. Open Blender. Uh okay, close Blender. Yeah, because it's to me, it's like opening Maya. It's like I don't know where anything is. It doesn't feel as intuitive, and it's probably because I'm just I I need to spend time in front of it. But again, I'm ready to create. I don't need to learn something new to do exactly what I was going to do over here anyway. Yeah, you know. Um, Yeah, Merck has updated his plugins to 26. Yeah, that's good. There's some stuff that's not out yet. I think uh, Verdon said he was. The Topo, which one is it? The Topo, Topo Former or something like that? Topo, yeah, the 2.0 Topo. isn't out yet mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm always going to say Cinema 40, of course. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, go hang out with all the people from Maxon. Yeah, you know, right. At, at an event and then tell me you want to go to Blender. That's right. the thing. The culture as yeah. well. Um, Unreal well, 5. Let's talk about Unreal 5, though. Yeah, I know nothing about it. <laughs> Neither did I. I mean, I I knew about it. I hadn't mm-hmm. messed with it. And uh, so this weekend, I wanted to play with, uh, you know, some of the live link stuff and uh, just kind of figure some things out. I had played with MetaHumans a while back in, yeah. in the old version, but... I tried to make a metahuman that looked sort of like me the best I could. I was going to say, you know. were you trying to make him look like you? Yeah, I did like a front shot uh, mm-hmm. of my face, and I loaded it on the screen next to it and tried to match. Um, That's funny. There's still some things it doesn't do. It's like mm-hmm. the eyes were were slightly like tilted, mm-hmm. 
and I could not untilt them and make them straight. And I was like, mm-hmm. why can't I, I, I just need a little less tilt. Right. And like, why isn't there a control for that? You know? So, and, and, and things with like the beard, at least they can do bald heads now. That's Couldn't good. do bald heads at first for some reason. And mm-hmm. They don't do glasses at all. I noticed, mm-hmm. you know, so in order to see if it looked right, I would load it into face app and have it add glasses to a picture <laughs> I just took with my phone. That's and funny. Be like, does this look right? Okay. Um, <clears throat> but the the issue that I have right now with Unreal 5 is there's a lot of stuff in beta. The tutorials mm-hmm. are, you know, very sparse. And I was trying to figure out how to get the live link thing to work from my phone to Unreal 5, which is actually very easy in concept. Yeah. Um, the problem is Google searches bring up the old versions of all of this. Mm-hmm. Even if you do it, uh, you know, like, say, sort by time or whatever – could not figure out what am I googling tutorial metahumans live link and then it would just be like videos about it it wouldn't actually right. show how to do it right in the end surprisingly um and this is kind of like the TLDR tutorials I was talking about years ago that would mm-hmm. be fun um is is on TikTok you got a limited amount of time so people just rely on you to hit pause Right. And they give you the short version. First, go to Unreal and do this. Then click on this button. Then do this. Then do this. Then do this. And so you just pause and. Yeah, you sent me that one, didn't you? I think you did. Uh, I might have. Yeah. It was a lot of. It seemed like a lot of steps. Well, I had done 99% of the steps before I got to that. Gotcha. Which is you have to install Unreal 5, Mm -hmm. of course. And it takes forever Uh, to compile the shaders. I had to, yeah, you have to wait. Uh, it took an hour for 7,300 shaders, my Jeez. first project, to come in. And then it's like, okay, well, what about Bridge? And I updated Bridge. And then, of course, this is what I hate about Bridge is it doesn't bring your settings in from the last version. Really? So you have to go back in. You have to change the location where it downloads, I think. And then you also have to go in and reinstall the Cinema 4D plugin and, and do all that stuff again, right? But then I find out that Bridge is actually in Unreal Five. Oh, that's now <laughs> because when I finally went in and I saw the un, uh, installed the Unreal plugin for four point whatever and up, mm-hmm. it like didn't work. Hmm. And I was like, "Oh, that's because it's in Unreal." So it's in Unreal. I had to figure out also, okay, how do I load my MetaHuman into there? Mm-hmm. And I got that. And how do I drag them into the scene? And then mm-hmm. the only part left was figuring out how to hook the live link into the character's face. Yeah. Which was, was like, I know it's right in front of me. I know there's a setting like somewhere. Mm-hmm. I just have to figure it out. It's super easy. There seemed like a, a to be a big lag, though. That's something that I've noticed is like it doesn't when you're doing the live link, it doesn't right. match 100%. You know, right. it's, it's processing like, time. Yeah. Right. You know, I wonder if you could do something like Maxon does with Maxon moves where it's like, you can actually record you the can. facial, you can so yeah. that it matches a whole lot better. Yeah. Now I, I like the thought of <clears throat> being able to take a character like that and do your own scene, like mm-hmm. uh, uh, alive. Yeah, right. Uh, or or even do like what we're doing now. We could be metahumans for an episode right. or something, right? That'd be or fun. Or have some sort of like digital celebrity or you mm-hmm. know, whatever you want to do. Um, and you so, bring in Ellie, the AI, right? Yeah. Ellie Wade, the AI. The AI. <laughs> um, that's, that's actually why she had to delay the show. She's getting an upgrade. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting an upgrade to, S- to work with S26. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, so I got it working. There's 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 a lot. There's a lot in Unreal Five to unpack. And like one of the things, of course, is ray tracing, which is still in beta. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and, and the other thing is I wanted to kind of look at some of the live link stuff with the camera because you can bring in live link mm-hmm. as a, a um, app with a camera and like move the camera around yeah. and you could pick I want a cinematic camera with this lens or have you whatever. seen some of the stuff that Smearballs was doing in Unreal uh, trying yeah. to mm-hmm. match that as well that's yeah. cool stuff and um, they're doing a lot of tools for creators and virtual production stuff and one of the things that um, I one of the things that I've noticed is Nanite is cool and all, but you're still limited to the resolution of the texture. So, mm-hmm. like, I did a little scene, and I set it up so I could, like, walk around in it if VR eventually. That's a whole other thing right. I haven't gotten into yet. But um, I set up the scene, and I took some assets from Bridge, and I brought them in, and I was making the scene, and I scaled them up really big. So mm-hmm. I, oh, I want this to be a big mountain and, and whatever. Well, the texture still sucks right it doesn't suck but it's it's 4k or something right? right on a nanite thing so like if you're far away yeah the geometry is gonna change lod automatically or whatever mm-hmm. but you still have that te- so you have to have like a procedural texture if you right. want that thing to scale up correctly right you know so that's kind of a limitation um it, what is it called what is their what is their render lumen uh I have no by idea. default Instead of ray tracing, apparently that's the way of the future. Okay, uh, but ray tracing is still important if you're trying to do stuff that's not real time, mm-hmm. um, or something that's more close to real time but maybe looks better. You know, that's yeah. why uh, Brandon's course is is you know it's going to be in Unreal Four, but it, all the concepts apply. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a beginner course anyway, so you have to know Unreal before you take this right. course. Right, right, right. Um, so I've been dabbling in all of that, trying to figure it all out because we got the Rococo suit. I would love to wear the Rococo suit, be able to walk around, mm-hmm. control the face and a metahuman, the whole thing. Um, so that's what I'm attempting to do. Have you seen, do you know um, Mark Canataro on TikTok? He's the one who does does the like, the he did the, the Mario thing and recently oh. he did, yeah. Yeah, he said he was going to be on the show. And yeah, he never did. He bailed never, on me. Yeah, so. he like disappeared. Yeah, but he he was showing some behind the scenes stuff, and he's using the accents, you know. I think, and it's just gloves and like little things, like straps on the arms and legs. And I was that's like, the uh, other, <clears throat> yeah, the accents. The one, yeah, like, that's the yeah. One, uh, and it's yeah. like, wow, that that looks a lot more convenient than putting on a whole suit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and his motions, a, man, they yeah. were pretty clean. I don't know. I put my my uh, my daughter who um, was sitting in my lap uh, in front of the camera and had her, her face control the metahuman. Mm-hmm. It was super weird. creepy. Yeah, and I was like, you know, if she, once she gets a little bit older and I can tell her to say certain words in like a baby voice, mm-hmm. you know. It would yeah. be really funny to have like a bunch of creepy videos where it was <laughs> just a a baby controlling that. Um, okay, so, I'm looking it up right now. There's two X Sense ones. There's the inter- intermediate performance, which is just the straps, and then there's a full body suit one. Interesting. Yeah, I could see where that could come in handy Ooh. depending on the situation. Yeah, update you know. rate rate is what's the big one? Sixty hertz versus two hundred and forty hertz. That's huge. Mm. That's yeah. a lot of hurting. Oh, jeez. So, 
A um, couple other things on the yeah. list here. Uh, number one is Rococo. We we talked about Rococo. Um, mm-hmm. We we haven't dug too far into it yet. We recorded a lot of animations, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of motions and things. And I have like this library here, and my plan is to start digging into that um, and trying to animate some stuff. EJ gave. Uh, me and Jags, some of his characters to try and animate with those motions. So mm-hmm. Pickle Nick did a ton of stuff, and and I'm 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 hoping I can take Pickle Nick and put him into EJ's characters. And right. What we learned about Rococo is, you know, there, you there's there's a learning roll curve. on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't know if it's different with the uh, the accents or mm-hmm. not, but the the biggest thing is yet yeah, like it does. Like, if you jump, it does see that, but it's mm-hmm. more like something has to be attached to the floor. It's calculating right. where your foot was and where it's going. So if you slide across the floor, it's right. not going to know. Right. And so you, just like anything else we talked about on the show today, you have to learn those little gotchas mm-hmm. ahead of time. And if you do, you're fine. Yeah. Um, Everything about the Wi-Fi, for example. Just save yourself yeah. the trouble and get a dedicated Wi-Fi router for it. Yeah. You know? Um, setting everything up, where the sensors go, where to put in the battery pack, um, you know, how to calibrate, how to do smoothing correctly. There's so much mm-hmm. of that. It requires a lot of experimentation, but you have to do that because, like, you can't wait until somebody shows up and says, I want some motion capture. Mm-hmm. Before you learn how to do motion capture. Right. Because that's the point where you hire somebody else who knows how to do motion capture. Yeah, no moonwalking. <laughs> Gustav was there. We couldn't moonwalk? Yeah. I don't remember that part. Well, because you're sliding your feet across oh, the floor. Right. I think they actually even say that somewhere. That's funny. Um, so, um, yeah. So, so, getting these things and being able to dabble like we did is mm-hmm. is the first step. Now, we purchased this. Yeah. You know, so we need to we need to learn it, right? Um, but I feel so much more comfortable with Rococo now. Like I, I feel like if somebody wanted me to record a motion of something right now, I could get in the suit, I could record that motion, and I have the motion. Mm-hmm. But that's as far as I've gotten. Um, mm-hmm. Jags has already taken it further by doing like an experiment with Halo. He's got some other stuff he wants to do. He's going to blog it all. We're going to you know talk about that i'm sure we talked about even maybe doing some sort of episode or special or something where we dig into it more and yeah um but i i feel pretty comfortable with it i I feel like it works pretty well as long (laughs) as you know those little gotchas and um you know i'm looking for i'm I'm hoping i can get to it tonight yeah um because the rest of my week is crazy I'm, i'm hoping that maybe tonight i can take an ej character and and the end result be you know have have an EJ character barbecuing and uh, on it, the gr- on the grill or something. There is the a live link between cinema and the Rococo, right? There is um, the the hardest thing right now is, and, and this is what Jags is talking about too, is trying to stay in cinema mm-hmm. um, because there is a control rig in Maya. That works so much better with Rococo specifically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like Sam's like, oh, we'll just do it in Maya. It's like, no, I don't want to learn. Yeah. I don't want to learn Maya. Like, it's the same, same thing as the Blender deal. Like, I don't want to have to learn Blender in order to capture what I need onto a rig and then just end up bringing that into cinema anyway. Because yeah. I don't want to do the rest of it in Maya. Yeah. And 
And so that's that's uh, that's an issue that I hope they work. Through. I hope they make it more cinema friendly. Yeah, you know, I feel like they're concentrating a lot on Maya, and I understand why. Yeah, Maya's got know? some great I mean, character tools. Right, and, and I mean, they just—that's just always been their thing, right? You know, these different programs have their strengths, but I would love to be able to just bring that straight in. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, don't use any of the beta. Sam even told me right now, just don't use the beta right now unless you're just wanting to experiment with it. Like, it's there's a lot of functionality that isn't in there yet. That's mm-hmm. in the base version but i i got the gloves working uh, i would love to maybe do a series of like quote unquote dailies right of some hand motions doing some stuff you know yeah that would be a great way to learn yeah but, um yeah and uh yeah so so the <laughs> the next uh thing on the list would be the ai stuff that's coming down yeah the that's pretty and, it's uh, pretty insane yeah. like the yeah. fact that how accurate some of these things are is Mm -hmm. absolutely crazy to me you know it's like what'll be interesting is in the future if a client is able to be like all right i'm gonna go through and i'm gonna do this ai thing and i'm gonna choose the version that i want and then you create this in 3d or something like that it's like wow that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna change everything you know a lot of people are worried oh ticker drops you know it's not but but if you don't um, if you don't, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> if you don't embrace mm-hmm. AI, mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have a bad time. If if you're going to be one of those people who's, you know, the light wave person, mm-hmm. you know, when everybody else is using other stuff, if you're going to be that person with AI, it, it's going to be the same issue. Yeah. Because you, you have to learn how to use AI to your advantage to make uh-huh. your life easier, and it is going to get a lot better. I don't know if Moore's Law is going to apply yeah. with AI or not, but just seeing where AI got in the last year or two uh-huh. compared to where it was, um, you know, I remember seeing some experiments online where you could, you know, type some very specific things like. Yeah, the about an avocado. I think that was on Dolly One, the original Dolly, and Dolly Two is like the you Nvidia know. stuff. You know where you're able mm-hmm. to draw. You know, yeah. like that. That to me blew me away. You know, mm-hmm. but it's like this stuff is crazy cool. Yeah. Now there's there's three that I've been hearing about mm-hmm. lately. Um, Dolly Two is is the big one that's all over TikTok right now, and mm-hmm. you can sign up to get a uh, to get on the beta. But I have been signed up for that beta for a long time, and I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Um, the other one that I just heard about is Imogen by Google. This mm. is a really good one. It's very natural language and whatnot. It's from what I see, it actually looks better than Dolly Two, but there's oh, yeah. no beta program for it right now. That's the problem. It's, and I don't know. I just have I have a lot of faith in Google in what they're going to do like how they're going to develop it and make it better. I feel like they're going to become dominant just mm-hmm. because they're Google. But the one that everyone's been talking about lately is mid journey, yeah. which is a beta. Um, I'm signed up for the beta. Uh, I think uh, Billy and pickle Nick both mm-hmm. got into that. And uh, it only took like maybe a week to get access yeah. to that. And there's a discord and all of this. Um, and um, you can pay as well. 
to get like X number a month uh, of of images, or mm-hmm. un- I think it's like thirty bucks a month for unlimited images, and yeah. you can also um, give out invites to other people if you pay. Man, it would be so interesting. It, like that brings up such an interesting point. It's like, could you say something or type something specific enough to where it's like, okay, this is going to be my style frame, you know? And it's like, this is what I'm going to show the client that we are going to make. You know, you could. And I think actually uh, over time, it's just going to be the client that does that. Yeah. Because it will be that easy to say, look, AI came up with this concept, but we need you to actually like build it and animate it. Right. You know, we're not to that point. Gosh, man, think how think how difficult that's going to be. (laughs) Like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just like imitating any other style frame, right? Like, you know, or, or, or board that somebody puts together, right? They give you a thing with like 10 different examples of what they like, and then you just mimic that style, you know, like the one, you know, Bruna Art, she's on uh, TikTok. She's been on the 3D Motion show. Mm-hmm. She did a TikTok where she was showing the other day. She put in um, in the, uh, the Mid Journey one, she put um, Mike. Or, or somebody else. It was just a screenshot, but um, it said Mike Winkleman Goblin. Yeah, and it was just like his style, and it was a goblin. But if somebody sent me that, it doesn't matter if AI made it or somebody else it goes into the style frame. Um, so, oh, uh, which is the best course? Oh, what are the best courses to get started with in Cinema 4D? I think EJ's, EJ's courses. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you if you don't want to pay, just go to EJ's YouTube page. You can find a bunch of really great stuff. If you yeah. are if you are looking to like take an actual like paid course, School of Motion, uh, EJ's course on School of Motion is fantastic. You yeah, know, and you just started the sign up right now. I think you can get like two hundred bucks off. You know, cool. Yeah, I think. Don't quote me on that. Um, a I see. So AI will get better. It'll get more uh, accurate, and and I really do think that it's going to be something that we have to embrace because if we don't. I, for one, welcome our AI overlords. Yeah. Uh, Here's the thing. Just let AI do everything, and then we'll just sit back, and we'll have universal basic income, and, you know, we can just have fun for the rest of our lives. Jetson style. Gosh. That's the future I want. That's the future I'm not going to get, but that's Mm. the future I want. It was supposed to be what automation would do for us. Right. Um, (laughs) the, (laughs) The AI stuff, I think, is is going to evolve. So yeah. imagine like 10 years from now, like you may still have to do your own like animation. I don't know, uh, man. If you're able to, a certain way, if you're but, able to do it like this, you know, what's going to stop them from like loading in all the objects in cinema 4d, you know, no, nothing, all the options and stuff help. and being able to say, I need a bunch of, I need a helix of uh, uh, particles circling around, you know, blah, 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 or whatever. And it's but like, when you need one particle to move to the left. Right, right. Well, they build your base scene and then we edit it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, what I'm looking forward to the most is auto texturing. Yes. I'm telling you, you got to embrace this because yeah. you'll be able to, you'll be able to say, I need this to be, you know, 18th century blah, blah, blah building right here. Gosh. And it does it and, and it textures it based on your what, model. At what point does that, uh, do you then run into like copyright problems? You know, because it's like, okay, say, 
Grayscale Gorilla Plus Plus Plus, right? Incorporates AI into their stuff where you can say, I need a rocky texture with very high valleys, you know, or okay. very high peaks and valleys. And so it pumps out, like, you know, your diffuse, your specular, your displacement, and you're able to pop those in. Oh, it you pops know. it in for you. It pops it in for you, right? Yeah. And it's, I mean, Ooh, I like this future. <laughs> right. You know, you, there's still going to be a person in charge of the project. Right. But but maybe that's the solution. Now you're the art director and you just get to right. direct the stuff and oh, just tell man. the machine what to do. Right. You know, oh, you need to open the program and, you know, do another camera angle. You just yeah, pop but then in and make the scene what for point, you. At what point are people like, oh, you didn't actually make the scene? Oh, you just used yeah. AI? <laughs> You know, yeah. it's like, oh, you didn't build the model. You just bought people. it from TurboSquid, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. One of the big things that they're talking about right now, though, with this is the AI. The AI is not able to learn anything besides what we're teaching it. Right. Like right now, AI isn't like solving physics problems mm-hmm. that we can't figure out because it only knows the physics that we know. Right. It hasn't right. figured out, like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. so there's problems with things like stereotypes, for example. Um, mm, yeah. So I was looking at some of these articles, and some of the stereotypes would be like, okay, more often than none, it's a white male as the subject, you know? Mm. If you said, I need a person standing in a backyard at a barbecue grill, it puts the white male there by default. Interesting. And the reason is because it's, it's taking our own stereotypes, because that's yeah. what it's learning from is is a society that's already that way, and so, and then that becomes an issue, and then because you know, then there's going to be people with like, um, I mean, there's going to be politics involved and all this mm-hmm. other stuff that's going to come in, right? right? Oh, well, I don't think we should teach our our AI to be gender neutral because you know right. reasons. I got gotcha. because I'm you know, so so. Yeah, so all that's going to start coming into play. You know, using hairstyles that are only indicative to a certain race, you know, because it doesn't know, you know what I mean? Like, how do yeah. you even, you know, and, and it's all basing on that. Oh, I need a boss at a desk? Well, obviously that's going to be a male. Yeah. You know? But yeah. where does that decision come from? It, because it comes from us because we're the ones training it. Right. That's you know? interesting. So, Yeah. Talk about a bias render engine. Oh, gosh. <laughs> huh? You're fired. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so dealing with that as a motion designer, you know, um, you have to adapt or you're going to get left behind. Yeah. Um, you know, you just got to integrate into your work. And I, and I think it's going to be really interesting. But, but you can't be stubborn. You got to learn the new stuff. Yeah. Got to keep up. 100%. Yep. Yep. Are we going to check in on the Apple event? Uh, it just finished, actually. All right, cool. So, Let's go to the show floor. I mean, just a lot of lot of new stuff, a lot of FaceTime stuff, like collaboration FaceTime stuff. You know, so like you can use Pages and you can FaceTime with people and share stuff, which is kind of neat. Uh, Mac OS Ventura is the new one coming out. Okay. Uh, they introduced a new is MacBook Ventura Air a, a Park. Uh, Ventura. It's there is a highway, Ventura Highway. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yes, America. Ventura Highway, it. right? Yeah. Uh, new MacBook Airs, new MacBook Pros with the M2 chips. That's okay. about it. 
24 gigs of unified memory. Did they spend 20 minutes on emojis again? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see emojis. I mean, I gotta know. What Some new, new watch emojis. stuff. I don't know what it is, What's though. the new iOS? Oh, the, the new, new CarPlay stuff is cool. The new CarPlay oh. stuff, like, it will be able to control, like, if you have, like, multiple LED screens or whatever across your dash, like, it can hmm. control all of that. So, car makers That's can fun. use CarPlay in order to make a full CarPlay dashboard and stuff. Oh, sweet. Which is really cool, you know? Hmm. Uh, what else? I need to get my new, my what's, old What's in the stereo. watch OS? I tell don't me, know. Let's see. I'm digging um, the new watch. Updates coming to Apple Watch. Vertical oscillation metric. A measurement of how much you move up and down. Uh, workout app getting reworked. Metrics views. Training exercises inspired by high-performing athletes. Blah. Stride length and ground contact time also measured. That could be good for you. That's you know? good for me. Yeah. Because I am a, quote, slow runner, but it's because I'm short. Right. I have a hard right. time, you know, trying to keep up with other people's, um, you know. New custom pace. workout option to let users focus on speed or endurance with distance or time intervals. New alerts like pace, heart rate zones, haptic and voice okay. feedback to remind like you that. to switch between work and recovery periods. I love that idea. Yeah. I've been I've been thinking about what would make a great running app based on what I've been doing. Yeah. Uh in running and uh man, I've got so many ideas it's ridiculous. So yeah. I, I've actually again dabbled to see how hard would it be for me to try and build it on my own. Is it worth the Ooh. time? New but, medications app to help you keep track of your medications. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. That's good. Can monitor for drug drug interactions can help share data and yeah oh with uh the new uh uh being able to share your camera roll with your family now your camera roll yeah like your pictures like there's iCloud. I didn't you I, do that before. No share photos. No. So like Amy and I forever were on the exact same iCloud account. Uh-huh. You know, and it caused problems with like our contacts because I have all of her contacts in my phone and she has all of my contacts right. in her phone. It's like I didn't need all these people. Um, I only need like five people that I call. And um, uh, but we got to share pictures, you know, so I could see all her pictures oh, that she took and she could see all mine. But then once we switched to our own, it's like, we don't get to see each other's pictures anymore. So we kind of miss out on a whole mm. part of the other person's life. Yeah. But yeah, that's I'm cool. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> that feels, feels like it get a little problematic. Nah, it's uh, like, I, I miss that. I miss that, you know, being nah, able to see. I took a picture all. of that growth on my shoulder and, yeah. you know, now my grandma's looking at it. My Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not sharing that with with my grandma i would only share it with amy yeah, but if right. it's sharing your well still well okay so a funny story uh uh amy's cousin's husband we'll just say our cousin right uh is a physical therapist and he's a physical physical therapist like after like surgeries and stuff so he has to check on wounds and so he takes yeah. pictures of wounds all the time and sometimes forgets to delete them afterwards so yeah, like their family's saying. pictures are just filled up with these random wounds uh. and stuff <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, uh, is my stool supposed to look like that? And you take a Why picture of it. Why would you take a for, picture of your For proof. your doctor. <laughs> for your doctor. Right. If eh. you, well, I'm serious. No, I mean, I don't, I haven't done it before, but right. I'm just saying, I'm, I, there are instances yeah. where 
like you take a photo that's pretty private and yeah. it's just like uh, i don't know i i just i never you know, take a picture i never take a picture of something that uh could get you in trouble i will i will never do that but it's not necessarily get it's not like i'm taking you know dick pics or something <laughs> i just look you know what i mean like yeah. i just want to be able i don't know i just want to be able to control that like i right. i feel like the more we do with technology and integrating all of these things, I get a little nervous. Right. 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 I got gotcha. you. You know, I, gotcha. I mean, there's even stuff that I, I don't find. There's stuff that I don't find offensive that someone in my immediate family right. might. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I rolled a beautiful joint. Right. <laughs> but I don't want my grandma to see that. Right. Well, it's family sharing. You only share it with the people you want to share it with. You know, right, but what like, if you forget? I will share all my pictures with Amy, and I'm very right. excited about that. You know, and I will have Gibson's phone share all his pictures with me so that I can see what pictures he's taken. Or what about? I mean, even VR sometimes, mm-hmm. like you can see now what people are playing uh-huh. if you turn that on in VR. Maybe I don't want people to know what I'm playing in VR at all times. Oh. That's the thing. Like, I just, like, I feel like it's 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 not like it matters. I mean, it's their ecosystem. They're not going to allow anything, like, you know. Egregious. Uh, yeah, on, on their, on their mm-hmm. ecosystem. But still, maybe I don't want uh, uh, one of my clients knowing that I've been playing VR all day today right. when, <laughs> right. you know, I was supposed to be working on their project and it's rendering, but I'm doing VR and they will be like, why are right. you working on my project? Like there's so many, re- there's so many reasons. Right. Everybody wants to go straight to porn, right. but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying there are so many little things, you know, sometimes I won't even post on Facebook on a day that I know one of my clients who follows me on Facebook See. might be watching now, i don't have a lot of that i don't i, I get what i get that but i don't accept know. it i i've got like 60 people in limbo in on facebook right now right it's like and they're even like like Jags, purgatory like I, I i just won't accept anyone you know yeah i just don't do that i don't, I don't need know. people I, knowing enough about my personal life sometimes i just want to be disconnected right that's the thing i just right. want to be disconnected i don't need everybody to know like it's sometimes like even like being busy that's why i haven't been on discord either mm-hmm. you know i just need me time right i don't need to know i don't need anyone else to know what i'm <clears throat> doing or where i'm going or what i'm eating or <laughs> like mm-hmm. just put my head down yep anyway i'm with you anyway any other questions in the chat before we get out of here today? We got to get back to work. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just <laughs> um, got feedback from the client. So it's like, all right, got to get back to work. Fun. What if two persons use the same image as concept See? art? That's interesting. Copyright. Like, what if okay. two people type in the exact same concept and then it comes up with the same thing? Have, has someone well, tried typing it in the exact same way twice and seeing if you get the same thing? I don't know the answer to that. Um, but I will say a lot of times... Uh, I know at least on Dolly, I think you can say do a variation, mm-hmm. right? So you say no variation of that variation. And it makes a different version of the same thing. So I don't know if by default, if there's a seed, essentially, mm-hmm. you know, mm. the default seed brings up the same thing. But I can't imagine that that would be copyrighted unless you're signing a term of service agreement with the AI provider saying, okay, you're not going to use this commercially unless you pay this Right, money, right, right, or how, or we're going to license this. To, I mean, there is so much we haven't even mm-hmm. had to deal with yet, but that's going to come up. Yeah, that's going to come up. You know, 
Mm-hmm. There's this woman on TikTok who uh, trained an AI to do like horror images and stuff. It's really mm-hmm. cool. I've seen some of that stuff. There's one I saw that Super was uh, a guy trained to well, like take the SATs or something. Oh, that's funny. And really funny. to the point where he was putting in questions and he was copying and pasting questions and it was just answering it perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much. There's so much mm. that that it's going to be able to do. Um, and who knows? Maybe who it'll knows? take over and kill us all. But I we think can we'll only kill hope. ourselves first. We'll kill ourselves first. Yeah. Who am I kidding? Cool. Anything else? I think that's Checked it. Checked on WWDC. We got through all these notes, yo. That's good. Now we won't have a show next week. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, no, Jules. No, no, yeah, Jules. Jules will be, that'll be a big I one. Gotta, uh, I got to get my notes together for that one. I have to research before we do those. Um, yeah, that's going to be fun. If anybody has any questions, again, for Jules for next week, make sure that you, um, make sure you watch his latest presentations mm-hmm. uh, at, uh, 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 what do you call it? Why is my mind blank? G G G G T C C yeah G C G T C yeah. Um, watch that uh, on you know half speed mm-hmm. and get your questions in because I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about and we're going to be talking about Octane Render. We're going to be talking about probably Brigade. We're going to be talking about yeah. Render. You know Render yeah uh, and Render tokens and 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 hopefully the stuff with uh with maxon like for the mm-hmm. the maxon plugin that they're working on for integrating with render which i just i cannot wait for i know um it's gonna be fantastic uh, a lot of people have been talking on twitter you know about render and where it's going mm-hmm. you know as far as uh, getting more people on the network and everything and um, one of the things that he brought up this week is, you know, you may not have a lot of people on it right now mm-hmm. as they're developing it right away, but like what's going to happen is as more of this integration comes and more mm-hmm. render engines integrate with it, this is going to skyrocket. So, not to I mention, try and, get it, you, it, 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 and, and I think people are only thinking about this in render terms, you know, rendering terms, you know. Once you start, once they've got an API out that uses GPU processing for like AI or something like yeah, that, who knows where you it's know, gonna go. who this is going to be. I mean, the 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 possibilities are huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah and and streaming, <laughs> streaming, streaming stuff too. Yep. There's there's just so much, and yep. um, you know, it's 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 a very. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's Ex- a very, it's a very big vision. It's it's a yes. it's a it's a huge undertaking, um, and you know Jules has that vision. I'm sure he's always looking, you know, at least ten years ahead, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to implement it. And we're yep. trying to understand where he's going with it now because he's in the year twenty thirty something at this right. point in his head, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd say that's your homework for the week is check out some of his talks and, and send us your questions. Mm-hmm. Info at MoGraph.com. Um, so. If anyone is interested next week, uh, I'm speaking at the SIGGRAPH, uh, the LA, mm. a, LAAMC SIGGRAPH thing about NFTs. I will be mm-hmm. talking about, like, the positive stuff about NFTs and stuff, uh, along with some, uh, some really talented uh, people. So I can put and the link. 
it'll be it'll be on zoom which will be which is interesting so yeah it's not actually live which is a shame because i wanted to go to la (laughs) Uh, we're also speaking uh, i think still in columbus in august uh, oh okay 17th through 19th somewhere i want to say it's the 18th in the middle here is the day we're speaking we should send them uh, an email just to columbus we need to yeah we need to get that booked um yeah i don't have any other notes um we're gonna get out of here you can rate us on itunes leave a review help get our ratings up uh on your your podcatcher of choice uh we would love to hear what you think about the show let's see what else do we have here you could say you've been there done that got the t-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee the paul bab feel the bab 2020 shirt all the profits from that go to doctors without borders the render things mm-hmm. t-shirt hoodie long sleeve tee the MoGraph blandishment shirt and then that render is fire shirt which you are only allowed to wear ironically unless, unless you're, you're shams. shams yeah and that's about it check us out on youtube MoGraph.com. MoGraph.com slash live has all the information on the upcoming shows i will get that updated pretty soon as uh the schedule has been so crazy that uh, i haven't been able to work it out uh in order to get it posted on uh on youtube so yep. keep an eye out for that and um yeah that wraps it up cool we're gonna get out of here till next time i'm dave and i'm matt have a good one later yo Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SeaGraph, HalfRes, and local meetups. Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. we got to stop this thing, Rick! It's going to kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame, frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous! Branch into new software, learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it. We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com. Mo-Graph.